Are you an agent struggling to understand real estate economics? Would you benefit from learning how top agents structure their businesses? Then you've come to the right place. And it's time for the Nerdy Agent Podcast Business Tip of the Week. Business Tip. Business Tip of the Week. That is so good. <laughs> no, you added of the week. It was great. Was you so can't change the intro. It can, you know, we're in the world of the business tip. We were told we were supposed to be more candid, so that was a very good candid addition to the business tip of the week. Today, we are going to talk about the best ways to stay in touch with your clients post-closing. What do you guys got for them? Well, you're the best at this. I feel like we should be, this should be like a Luke solo pod. This is a Luke business tip of the week. Yeah, I've actually <laughs> stolen most of your stuff, to be completely honest. But we, I mean, at a high level, I think the way that we like to think about it is it's really important. Right, sorry, a lot of agents screw up in the fact that they have a closing and then they never talk to their person again. And then that person, the next time, uses a new agent. I, I should have the stat on What's, this. It's 75% of people forget the name of their agent by it's, the next time it's they're a transacting. Remar- it's a pretty remarkable number. It's pretty high. So we, we spend a lot of time and effort ensuring that we can maintain relationships with our clients. A, because we like them. That's why we help them in the first place. But B, because at some point in time, they're going to either refer business to us or they're going to move again and want to use us. And so being out in front of them, supporting them in the process, giving them information that's helpful, and throwing some gifts their way every once in a while is a really and smart way and to I do think, it. And I think from a high level, if somebody is literally listening to this right now and you take out a pen and paper, messaging your past clients, a text message or a call two to four times a year, checking in, see what's going on. Every 90 days. Have, have an event maybe once or twice a year. We do, we do a lot of events, but even once a year is something. And then sending them a birthday card every birthday and a home anniversary card every year anniversary that they're in that house can go a long way for people. And then AJ loves the meetings as well. Yeah, I, I will meet with my top past clients oh, and yeah. actually have lunch and coffee and um, have them over for dinner, all that kind of stuff. I think mostly it's like we've come up with some systems for you know doing the birthday. doing it, like The biggest thing to take away for ages, I think, is you just have to have some system in place for how you're going to do this. And like to Josh's point, it almost has to include like four touches per year. Um, Another way that I think I've gotten a lot of people to, to even just stay in touch with me is through a lot of the nerdy agent type stuff yeah. that I talk to them about because they'll come back to me and be like, man, those interest rates are ripping. Like, what's going on? How are things? How's your business? Um, but also when they go to do a project, I'm always available to like consult them on it, to help them lay out their basement or whatever. But I also have um, different crews of people that I get them in touch with. So they always reach out to me and say, I need a, my furnace replaced. Who should I talk to? I think that breaks down as being the expert throughout the entire transaction because then they're going to come back to you as the expert after closing. Yeah. So there's, I mean, uh, Jesse Bodine with Call Action once did a presentation, which I thought was really cool. And it was, there's four phases um, to the journey for a client. And it's the research phase is the first one, um, which typically they're doing on the internet now. They're doing it on Google and Zillow and Realtor.com, whatever. Um, then there's the action phase where they decide they're going to take action and do something. So they're going to call somebody. They're going to push a button somewhere. They're going to do whatever because they want to move it forward. Then there's the transaction where um, they're actually transacting. They're signing a purchase agreement. They're waiting to close, all that. And then there's the post-transaction. The better you can be at each part of that, that journey um, and the more involved you can be at each part of that journey gives you the best chance for them to come back around the next time. Yeah, And we can probably throw out here, they might be for a different pod, but 
We are nerds both on the economics side and the numbers, and we also pride ourselves on being nerds and like how houses work and how they're built, and here's a good one, and here's a bad one, and here's an issue. So both of those things tend to lead to more stickiness with clients, but I think it's also important from a process standpoint that you focus on building something in. So we had a podcast where we talked about uh, having a good CRM. Maybe we'll bring a business tip back on CRM, but we use that to ensure that we're actually following through on these things we're saying, right? So every one of my clients' birthdays is in my CRM. Every one of my clients' home anniversaries in my CRM. Those flow through to my to-do list. So a week before their home anniversary, I get a thing in my to-do list saying, hey, it's going to be their home anniversary. Send them a card and just steal from Luke a $5 scratch off. <laughs> and um, Tom Ferry actually shout out. There you go. Idea. There you go. And then on top of that, make notes in your CRM. So then when you're texting your client every 90 days, you say, hey, you mentioned you wanted to do a kitchen project. Did you get started on that yet? Then they're like, holy cow, this guy remembers this. Or I know you just got a new dog six months ago, or your kid had graduated from high school. Yeah, I texted a client this morning, was, their baby was due. I was like, hey, did baby come yet? I'm just curious to know. Like, because one, I care, but also just like, that matters they, that you care about them. Being nice to people goes a long way, and being thoughtful and thinking about them. 100%. The, what's the line on your guys' wall? Work hard and be nice to people? Work hard and be nice I to people. I love that. Pretty easy. The last thing I'm going to finish up with for this, also, this isn't automated. You actually have to sit down and do this. You can systematize to remind you to do these things, but you're not sending them an automated postcard in the mail. I Merry, don't think it Merry works Merry Christmas as well. from exactly. Josh Peterson. You got to stand out. Got and that's, it? yeah. Think about how you'd be different too. We talked about this too. Like I changed my, we used to send, everyone sends out Christmas cards, which is cool. I, I love getting Christmas cards, but you get 150 Christmas cards. So our family's like, we're going to do a Valentine's Day card. And we send it out on Valentine's Day and we're the only ones they get. So I get one you get noticed. Them. Right. And so people put on their, their fridges and we're like, cool, we get noticed more so than a Christmas card. So not to say you have to do that, but think about how you can stand out in these touch points, how you can stand out and when you connect with the people, but you have to have something that's going to make you uh, be rememberable with your clients, uh, both during and after the ages point. And that's the Nerdy Agent Business Tip of the Week. Business Tip. Business Tip of the Week. Okay.